0: Survivor mode. survivor mode. I'm already yes. laughing.
1: I'm already laughing. Yeah, today
0: laughing we're myself. talking about survival mode. <laughs> <laughs> and start things off. Yeah. What What have you been doing today? Why are we talking about survival mode? What the hell does that have to do with running a business?
1: Well, that'll come later. We'll talk about that later. But, I mean, first we should define what is survival mode because, I mean, this isn't your usual Bear grill survival, is it? He shows people how to survive in extreme conditions, situations, and locations, but he never stays in survival mode for long. Once he's so, I mean, obsessed. I don't even know yeah. where the hell
0: Bear Grylls is. My kid, Tucker, he's now 13, runs around talking about Bear Grylls all the time. He's really the scout. He's cool. Dude, Tucker could out camp and survive me any day. I'm not a lie to you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've got a he's clip a cool of Bear dude. Grylls I want to play during this episode. That's what got me laughing. Anything sounds cool in a British accent. <laughs> and and well, what, what are we what are we really talking? So about? I just finished surviving yeah. CrossFit this morning. Yeah, that was good. I was in survival mode. I just did this workout called Murph. Yeah, and uh, Murph was an eighty seal who apparently got shot early on a mission, but continued on and finished the mission. But he had this workout he'd do out in the field. Yeah, and it was uh, a mile run. That's the buy-in then 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 air squats, followed by a mile buyout. What does that and mean? And he, he would do it with his flak jacket on, his uh, bulletproof <laughs> vest on his weight vest on. That's what it's like. Right? It's like a 20, 20-pound like, weight vest on That's right. what he would do, which is stupid. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. We have guys in the CrossFit gym doing that. I did a modify. I modified mine – Plus, to do it straight through, you do it straight through. I modified mine into 20 sets. Mm-hmm. I did the mile. I did 20 sets of 5, 10, 15 pull-ups, push-ups, air squats, which equals the 100, 200, 300, and then the mile buy It took me an hour, 17 minutes, and 37 seconds, which was just way too long. But I was tired. My shoulder kind of hurts,
1: Yeah,
0: but I got it done. But I was in survival mode, no doubt Survival mode can be good, I guess, when you're. Uh, what do you What do you mean? To get you by, in shape. With regards to what we're talking about
1: today, right. what do you mean by survival
0: mode? Yeah, so so I think you could picture it a lot of ways in business, um, um, you yeah, know, in entrepreneurship. So survival mode. I mean, you could look at it like uh, like Survivor, like you're on an island, right? And you're trying to get other people kicked off the island. I mean, that's that's like uh, what we see on TV, right?
2: Yeah. Survivor law firm, survivor entrepreneur. <laughs> you can do survivor any business. Like you're all on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to kick each other's ass, you know? Be sneaky and stab each other in the back. Not really
0: what Well, it kind of is, because that's like, uh, that's how a lot of people operate all the time.
1: They oh, stay sure. dead
0: red. They yeah. do. So, so they're red ocean, right? As that's opposed exactly, to blue ocean. Exactly. Right? It's not the best way to be. Right. We talked about blue ocean strategies, okay, yeah. a little bit. But uh, I mean, if you're in survival mode, I mean, it makes for good TV and drama.
2: What do you, what but do it you makes
0: for horrible business? So let's say we're both, I don't know, maybe we're both attorneys mm-hmm. and we just look at each other as if, we're trying to cut each other's throats, you know, Right. When we're in competition, your Coke on Pepsi, the real red ocean thing. Yeah. It's red ocean, man. It's like, there's blood in the water. We're, we're just, we're tearing each other up. All the sharks are trying to go after the same money and the same clients. And we're trying to talk shit about each other and undercut each other on price and everything, kick each other off the Island. Right. Yeah. Which really, we just hurt each other. Yeah. It's stupid. Yes. It doesn't work. No, I mean well, I mean it does. I mean that's where most people stay. But
1: it isn't it isn't a real
0: It isn't where I want to be. It isn't where I want to be. And I would propose that there's a totally different way to do it to to run a business in any industry and practice law. That doesn't mean you don't need to be tough. I mean, you need to be tough, you know. You need to do your CrossFit, you know, and be tough and be in shape. I mean, mentally and physically, right? I mean, you yeah. need to be tough to handle competition and to handle attacks.
1: Well, in, in the in the soon-to-be-coming-out book, Multi-Multi, right. we state in survival mode, you will drink your own piss to stay alive. And it's then you've gone on to say, it's not pleasant, but it's true. You don't want to do that. You don't want to run a business or any business in
0: survival mode. That's right. I, I totally agree. And just uh, because Bob Demers, who I work with on coaching a lot, mm-hmm. um. I know I can hear him in the back of my head when I'm talking about all these different things and I'm not telling you who the authors are. So Blue Ocean Strategy, the academic in me, Greg. Don't Bob, I love you, man. The academic in me, Greg. That's Bob. You know, the academic in me, Greg, is thinking when you talk about these things, you know, you should really be giving credit where credit's due inside of your work. And Bob's exactly right. I, I hope to have Bob on an episode coming up. I'd love to call Bob on this episode. We'll see if we can get him on the phone, maybe. But, uh, be cool. you know, Blue Ocean Strategies, How to Create Uncontested Market Space and Make the Competition Irrelevant by W. Chan Kim and Renee Maubourne. So I think probably, uh, you know, they would uh, make mincemeat of the survivor game on television. You know, that television show. Right. They would just be like, you know, you you leave the game, you know, just go do something else, or, or, you know, just, just, you know, because it's just not a productive place to be. But as you said, that is the way most people look at. Oh, dude, they look at business that way. Yes, it's it's like this war, right? And it's this war of attrition where you wear each other out and beat each other up. I mean, something
1: else that you stated in the multi multi book was stay out of survival mode. I paid a lot to learn this, and it's a hard lesson. Is there a, a story behind that?
0: So, yes. And we can let's start with drink your own piss. All right. Okay, okay. We'll go with that. Okay. And from the one and only Mr. Bear Grylls Bear Grylls, drink your own pee. You can, anything in a British accent. Man. <laughs>
2: Oh, get out of here, dude. You drink it all the time, bro. You'll do anything on camera. He's pulling out his junk and sticking it in the
0: camera. Oh, yeah. It's safe
2: to drink if you're a dumbass. He's not a dumbass. He, oh, well, he's, yeah, like he's a, not, proper, he's, he's 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 a proper Englishman that drinks his own piss. Uh, that's quite, it's just a he's proper gentleman. He is. He's a UKer. He's not an Englishman, though. He's an Irishman. <laughs> oh, he's drinking it. Oh, it's... it's Get some he's like, ah! <laughs> Dude, this <laughs> coffee... I'm pretty sure this, this cold brew coffee pretty, it tastes, it looks like it tastes worse than my <laughs> Maybe I'll just drink it on piss instead of this coffee. <laughs> Looks like Maliella Tastes like piss.
0: Anyway, I just like—I'm telling you, dude. Anything in some type of British accent. I don't care. You—you you <laughs> knew it right off. I said that's a British accent. You said that's Irish. Like that was a no. his is a British accent. But he is actually Irish. Yes, yes. No,
2: it's, it's
0: not like a proper. It's not a proper. <laughs> So anyway, it sounds pretty proper. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he probably kicked my ass though. Bear Grylls. Probably. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, um, but I don't care. I'm not going to drink my own piss, man. I mean, who wants to do that? But, you know, I spent a good part of my career, especially in the beginning, drinking my own piss. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> like in survival mode.
1: Right. Right.
0: And like, you shouldn't do that. It's not good. And that's what we're going to talk about. So businesses are trying to survive
1: at the moment in an economically unstable and unpredictable environment for the last few decades. Why would people want to get out of survival mode?
0: So um, you would want to uh, not be in survival mode to to begin with, okay, if you can help it, all right? But but, you, you know, usually you don't know any better. That's just how you are. And, and you're starting out, okay? So so something that I've been working on a lot lately is trying to slow down and think more strategically, okay? And really s- spread out time mm-hmm. and multiply my time. Multi-multi, right. right? Multiply my time, multiply my money, multiply my resources so I can be everywhere at once, okay? As opposed to being all over the freaking place, right? And worn out and thirsty, right? Like bear krills. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know that's that's how most people are, man. Their souls get tired. You're you're in survival mode. You're always scrambling. You're making decisions out of a place of lack, as Bobby would say. Okay. So so when you're making decisions out of a place of lack, you're really in a survival space. And you're about you know trying to uh, just just, you know, man, we need this resource. So we're going to hire somebody. We're going to hire somebody quick or we're going to keep this employee on. I mean, how many people out there have had the wrong set of employees or wrong person or office manager or receptionist or paralegal for a t- for for years? Right. And and you should have cut that person loose a long time ago. It could be a relationship. It could be a girlfriend. It could be a wife. I'm not an advocate for divorce. I mean, anybody who knows me knows I'm a stick-with-it type of person, and I can't stand divorce. But, uh, but I mean, if you're with somebody who totally drains you and zaps you of everything that you are, like the scorpion and the frog, another Bobby thing, um, I mean, you, I can see that in all type of relationships. And that's survival mode. I mean, you deal with the scorpion. You know the story of the scorpion and the frog? No, I don't know Okay, let's talk about the scorpion and the frog, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Um, so I'll let the uh, the frog and the scorpion. Once
2: upon a time, there was a frog. The <laughs> frog. I do that, Mr. Scorpio. If I help you, all I may get is a deadly sting for my troubles. I need to get to the other side of the river, Mr. Strug. You are my only option. If I kill you, then I won't be able to get across. How can I be sure you want not sting Then how will I cross the river and return home when I am finished with my task on the other side? I am relying on on you to help me reach my destination and return home safely. That would hardly be a fair reward after you have offered so much help. I suppose I have nothing to fear. Oh, thank I will take you, Dr. Osdor. I am in your debt, Miss Frog. You have killed us, Paul. Why are you there? Because you hate my nature.
0: So, you know, we need to identify the frog. You know, a lot of times you're the frog. I've I've been the frog forever. You know, why would would the scorpion sting you? You know, why would it hurt your business? Why would it hurt your, you know, it could be a relationship. It could be a paralegal, something else. Why? Because it's in their nature, man. It's who they are. You know what I mean? Only people that can change themselves are not you. It's yourself. So I spent years, like, thinking I could change, like, my employees. Not that I don't want to train them. And make them better. I do. But you got to have somebody, you know, if you've got a scorpion, man, that's what they are. They're going to sting you in the middle of a money making venture or a big case or whatever you're doing in any business you are. So you got to be able to identify those people and really not just identify those people, but yourself not put up with that shit in a relationship either. Why would the scorpion sting the frog halfway across the, the river? Because it's a fucking scorpion. Yeah. And it's in its nature. And we as human beings, some of us have a hard time dealing with that and we fight the shit out of it. I want to fight it now, but I love her. Or, you know what, she's a great employee. I've invested a ton of time in it. Right. Just kind of like the raft in the month, you know. From the last episode. So, you know, if you're in survival mode, though, that's when it's hard to see these things. And that's why you have to get out of survival mode. So how is how is
1: this applicable to a to a business? How can this be applied?
0: I'll tell in you, a business. You spend your years and your money and your resources a lot of times, you know, just investing in the wrong people or the wrong things when you should make decisions from a place of abundance mm-hmm. and a place of bounty, right? Like not like you're on an island. A desert island on Survivor and your bare grills like drinking his own piss to survive. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Nobody wants to drink their own piss unless you're just a whack of it, you know? And you love it.
1: But so many people out there, so many businesses, they're gonna be looking at this from the point of view that I'm in this survival mode. I don't know how How to change. It's a vicious cycle. I don't know any way to get out of
0: it. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. You know how you get out? You don't know you're in it a lot of the time. Well, you do. Yeah. When you hear stuff like this, you do. Oh, when you hear that, maybe, yeah. Because anybody out there in business right now who hasn't figured that out yet is going to be like, man, that's me. Man, I know exactly what he's it talking just, about. It just becomes so I normal. I just don't curse English.
1: After a while, it just becomes so normal for people after a while. That it's they their don't life, move, man. Recognize it's
0: it. their life. It's an influx. It's a revenue roller coaster. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, I, man, I hate, you know, you build your own prison, so sort to of speak, where you hate to go to work every day and you're in survival mode where you're always scrambling and stressed to death. Yeah,
1: you're going like to die at your, your
0: desk angry. of a heart attack because. Because, yeah, I mean, you build your own hell. Yeah. Okay? I mean, you create your own hell. And it's it's because there's a couple of reasons, all right? I mean, one, you need to do the tough stuff. Like the 10 minutes a day doing the crap that nobody wants to do or that's hard to do, you know, will save you a lifetime. Like firing someone. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not. Yeah. No matter what kind of sob story they have. The scorpion's got a pretty good soft story too. Still going to sting your ass halfway across the river and you're both dead. But the solution to that would
1: be not to have to fire them in the first place.
0: Yeah. So that gets back to the strategic part. Okay. But for me, I was in many positions where, you know, I, I was always in survival mode starting out. Right. And, and, um, and trying to grow. And grow all everywhere at once in different directions, spread myself too thin, right, not enough sleep, stressed out, and I think I need these people around me that I have, that I've picked, that I've not wisely picked, not chosen wisely. Like Indiana Jones, remember that? Mm-hmm. Choose wisely. The holy grail. Yep. So yeah, I, I mean, that. you know. You, you just, you know, you, you, many people are in that mode and they stay in that mode. Now How to get out of it? You know, I talked about doing the tough stuff, okay? That's true. You got to clean up your life. You got to clean up your business. That's one thing. Another is uh, to step back and strategize to begin with, to slow down and strategize, okay? And you know, for me, for hiring, for instance, we um, we employ a strategic test. We hire a testing service that tests aptitude, attitude, so psychological fit for the job, and also um, uh, the uh, motivation for that job. Okay. Yeah. So attitude, aptitude, and, and and kind of motivation. And and uh, and, and that works great. I mean, you know, we'd call every reference. You know, we really, you know, we boil down the resumes, you know, to, to a select few, test those, and then personal interviews and call every reference. So we run down our leads and we do our work up front. We've got an amazing team right now. But I used to not do that. So that's one right. thing, but really it's learning to make those decisions from a place of abundance instead of lack, Okay. because you might say, and that's a faith thing and that's more of a hokey, etherical, you know, touchy feely kind of thing. Like another Indiana Jones reference, I think from that movie, it's where he's going across the chasm and he look, it uh, looks he like can't a, see the he can't see the bridge, man. Yeah. There's no bridge and it's like rocks painted to look like the leap of faith, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, uh, it's nice to map out where the target is before you pull the trigger on things, but, but if you do, it's a lot of times it's paralysis by analysis. So if you're, so, you know, pull the trigger and then guide the bullet as it goes, take the leap of faith. Yeah. Um, and step out. Hire hire that person that you really need. Okay? And this is something we spoke about in Rockstar. Rockstar. It is, it is. Yeah. I mean you you'll think you don't have the money. You think you can't do it. What you don't realize is is really you're suffering because you're you're always in fear, right mode. You're in survival and fear mode. It's really fear, you know? And conquering that fear. And really, the fear is conquered when you have faith, and it's like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the more you just start making decisions out of intuition and faith.
1: And faith is certainly yeah. something we're going to talk about another week, right?
0: Sure. Then that we can we, we, we can, can really run down
1: faith. We'll really go through. But yeah. really,
0: getting out of survival mode, I mean, requires trust, yeah, and faith in yourself and the universe and so, everybody
1: around. you. So if people out there suddenly recognize that they're in survival mode after mm-hmm. listening to this, is there that first step? What's the first step you would recommend taking if you suddenly think, oh, crap, I'm in this mode. I have been for a long time. Yeah. What do I do now?
0: Yeah, you know, I think stepping back and uh, pulling out, putting pen to paper mm-hmm. um, and drawing out saying, look um, – Saying, you know, what is my perfect, if we're talking about business, like what's the perfect version of my business?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Period. I mean, draw it out, man. Right. I mean, for me, it was as simple as. Mind mapping? Actually. Yeah, do it. it looks like a mind map. That's what mine looked like. I took a picture of it and put it in a Word document. Started listing out all the positions, you know, in my firm and filling it out from there. And job descriptions and e which is, uh, the
1: e-myth has a nice, has a nice formula
0: for doing that.
1: That's something else we, we will be talking about on another date is, and it comes into this, the breakdown. Sure. Breaking everything down to its, its smallest part. And and then really you can see what's what and maybe how to get there.
0: Yeah. I but I mean, I think thing. you start, you start by, and, you know, I'll give a shout out to or a site for, for emyth. EMyth is a great book about the breakdown, okay? And breaking everything down. Let me let me pull it up. Emyth myth revisited, why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it. Michael E. Gerber. And there's an emyth accountant, I think. There's emyth attorney. There's different emyths yeah. for different types of businesses. But uh, I mean, well worth the read. And, uh, and well worth the effort to try to uh, to break down your firm or your business or whatever venture you're in. Even if you work for a big company, I mean, you could do that But to your job. I mean, just get serious about it. But mm-hmm. you know, really stepping back and saying, look, map out where you are now. How about just write it down? Write down where you are now. Where's your business now? What positions do you have? Then do one that's a dream. That's like, you know, this is where we need to be. If everything's, we're firing on all cylinders, I'm not in survival mode, I've got an endless supply of capital, this is what it looks like. And then you know what you start doing? Well, then prioritize. So, one, evaluate where you are now so you can have a reality check. Because you may not know you're in survival mode. Yeah. It's just, and by the way, you get used to drinking your own piss. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You get used to it, man. I mean, you get used to that lifestyle, and that's just all you know. Become complacent. Well, I mean, it just becomes what you do, I mean, where you're at. I mean, you like some people, I look at them and like, man, I couldn't live that way. But, like, for them, that's, like, the way they live, you know? That's their life. Well, it is they like don't know stress. anything. It is you know? like stress. You get used to that level of stress, and it becomes normal. Oh, you. and it kills you early, too. Yeah. It's not good for you. And and then, so, so so. So write down where you're at right now and look in the look in the fucking mirror. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. look in the mirror, throw some water on your face, right? And 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 say this is where I'm at, like for real. This is where I'm I am. And then write down where you want to be. With and I don't mean a one sentence. I mean just mapping out your company or your business or your position at your company. Like this is where I need to be. These are the positions I need to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then prioritize what's the most important thing that I need right now? Do I need an executive assistant? Do I need a paralegal? Do I need a front desk person? Do I need somebody in benefits? Do I need somebody in estate planning? And wills, trust, and estates? You know, where do I need somebody? Do I need assistants or administrator, you know, admins under those people, right? And that's how I start filling it out. And then, you know what you do? You start hiring in that order, right? First thing you're going to say is, oh man, I can't do that. Or And, and you might even... Realize you start firing first. You know, you clean up your own house and then start adding people. Yeah, and you're gonna set, you're gonna freak out.
1: I did. Well, it, that does make sense. I mean, you, if you wanna if you wanna clean house, you've got to really clean out the crap before you can do that. Yeah. Plus, you're you gonna don't want to leave it all still. No, stuck. Plus,
0: you it? don't want to bring in new people that are awesome and bring them in the right way. You know, evaluate them directly methodically. And you don't want to bring those people in and poison them with some, like, uh, uh, who's the, the, the coach for the the Packers? I think he said, you know, if you have a cancer in the locker room, <laughs> no, cut it out. Yeah. Um, anyway, um,
1: Vince yeah, the it spreads
0: quickly. It spreads quickly, right? So you cut out the cancer first and then bring in the new recruits. hmm and bring them in in the order of priority that you need them. And you're going to say, "Man, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the resources." But what you don't realize is you did <laughs> In fact, you'd have ten times as much time, money, and resources if you had the right people around you and the right team. And you're more likely to see that if you've just written it down and really you got to get I mean, clear that. I mean, Claire You, you wrote, you know, yeah. along with me in Rock earlier. I was listening to chapter one last night, the audiobook. Clarity is king. Yeah. And that's very true. Yeah. You know, get really clear on um, where you are and honest about it and, you know, where are the scorpions that you tolerate Mm -hmm. and then where you want to be and then priority. And I'm still struggling with priority. I mean, I've got so many things I'm juggling right now. One of my tasks, you know, hopefully today at some point, I'm going to list out those tasks coming up for the next week and big projects that I have going on right now. Right. Prioritization, and and uh, you now I've got a, a, a an office that we bought that I'm that I'm uh, upfitting, and right now we're way over budget, and I'm going to look at where is my priorities and what I need to cut, and I just started kind of doing it last night, and it just becomes really clear on things I don't need. What are my wants versus my needs, and I think and I don't want the stress of going over budget, so so I'm going to. I'm going to bring it in under budget. And I got a pretty good contractor that I'm working with to do it. And that's the key is to work with good people, you know, and uh, have good people around you. So anyway, you know, survivor mode, not a good place to be. Right. Makes a good television show. (laughs) Does not make a good life for a businessman or woman entrepreneur. Or even if you're within a company working, hey, you might be in a company that's constantly in survival survivor mode. You need to figure out, you know, if you can change that company or if you need to go find another company that's not a scorpion, you know? It's not stinging you. But well, if anyone has comments about this, where can I get in touch with this? I mean, I'd, I'd love to, to hear from people who have questions, questions, um, questions, who might be in survival mode, and want to share, or uh, or has a question? I'd be glad to try to answer it. Uh, I'll give you what I know from my experience, um, which uh, which you know everybody's got an opinion, I guess, right? Can take mine or leave it. Well, I guess it comes down to uh, if you're out there drinking your own pee, <laughs> get in touch with us. And- <laughs> Stop drinking your own pee. Stop drinking it. Yeah. There you go. Because you know what? <laughs> it's kind of like we were talking about don't bark r- up the wrong, wrong tree, you know, because there's an entire forest. If you just turn around and look, yeah. there's just an endless supply of water you can drink. Why would you drink your own piss? So um, <laughs> there is. So, uh, you know, if, if you want to want to contact us on social, you can check us out on Lawyer Greg on Facebook or, uh, or Twitter at LawyerGreg. Um, you can go to the LawyerGreg.com website. Uh, you can create an account there and you can comment on posts or you can email us from the contact form very easily. Um, you can also call us toll free uh, 866-866-6472. You heard that right. Double 866-6472. Right. And, um, you know, uh, check out the Rockstar Lawyer book. You know, we don't really go into survival mode uh, in the book as much as we could. But multi-multi, we're going to delve into that topic yeah, more. Uh, but Rockstar Lawyer is a, a great place to start. I mean, for motivation and to to get the right mindset and attitude. You know, you really got to prime the pump before before you uh, – I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, you got to be in the right – you know, you got to oil the machine. You got to be ready to go before you fire up. And, you know, you want to get fired up, right, and then, and then it's all about – uh, then making the decisions from there and growing and faith and everything else. And, uh,
1: and it's not just, it's not just for lawyers. so Whatever business you're in, you'll benefit from reading it.
0: It's very true. Oh no, it's not for lawyers at all. I mean, it is, I'm one, but, uh, but it's for all business people out there. Yeah. You know, or, or people working in a business. I mean, there's no reason that you have to own a, on your own business to, to, to do these things. And, and, you know, I learn from others uh, all the time I, and I love, uh, I'm constantly learning every single day. So um, check out rockstar lawyer, the book, you can go to uh, lawyergreg.com website and buy there or go to Amazon. There's a ton of versions out there. Ebook, enhanced ebook with videos, um, audiobook, which we're finishing up now, be up shortly um, with Robert and myself narrating. Um, and I'm just doing some reviews. I think we've got it finished, but I'm just doing some reviews, listens to to make sure. Um, you know, we do seminars. Love to do some more events. If you'd like to have us at your event, give us a call and uh, listen to our podcast. You know, subscribe to the podcast and comment. Don't be a scorpion, man. Don't don't don't. You know, comment on our podcast. Comments and reviews are a great way uh, for us to spread the word about what we do and get more listeners, and we'd love to do that. So help a brother out uh, and give us some reviews and some comments. And, uh, you know, we're working on some webinars as well. Hey, you know, what's our upcoming podcast about, Robert? Well, as we brought it up, I was wondering if we could do the breakdown.
1: The breakdown, what do you mean? The breakdown that is... Basically, stuff that we've done in the war room. Oh, focus more on the breakdown. Yeah, breaking down the.
0: You know, I've done things. I've talked about think big, draw big. We could talk about that and and how I kind of like to start from a 50 foot overview and then drill it down to making that a Word document or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, which is a nice outline, and then putting meat on the bones, man. Putting meat on the bones, assigning tasks and calendaring those tasks for people. Uh, you know putting t- deadlines and timelines on those tasks and really holding people accountable that's a nice breakdown or mm-hmm. outline for the next episode and that's methodically how I think it's not always how I act because sometimes I'm all over the place doing so many things and spread thin but then if you bring priority in it and and really write those things down and prioritize them I think that's where you can spend more time working on the uh, non urgent but important task, okay? Yeah. Which comes from seven habits of highly effective people, okay? And Stephen Covey, right? See, you don't have to look at <laughs> yeah. That's where you want to spend your time as the CEO of yourself, your business, your position at a business. You know, you, you want to spend more time there than putting out the fires. And really, that comes with stepping back and prioritizing after you put the meat on the bones, if you will, on those outlines. But, you know, I think, you know, I just had to figure out where to start. I'm a very visual, hands-on person and draw things. And, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we'll talk about it. We'll break out the, the colored Sharpies next week and the poster board and start there. Okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a little technical. I feel like that. This is like car talk. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a little car talk, a little technical car talk. and and get under the hood next week. So tune in next week for the next episode where we'll uh, do the breakdown, okay? Uh, Have a great week. Have a wonderful one. Take it easy.